objective was the Billtown Bins. And since we were going out that way, we want to make it into a trip, so we added a smorgasbord of other crap for us to do. We're going to be going to a couple uh, comic shop, a couple collectible shops. I believe we're still going to New Trail. Uh, you know, collectible hunting. Woohoo! Turn it into a whole day. But... I don't have anything ready for news off the top of my head. Do you? Um, just a couple of things. Mandalorian Season 3 has completed filming. Um, that's a good thing. So hopefully late fall maybe, probably. I don't know. Oh, they did start recording a Marvel Halloween special. Yes. This week. Which seems really cutting it close because... Halloween's about, what, eight months away? Seven months away? Hopefully they've got uh, easy special effects or a lot of houses working on them, because supposedly it's Werewolf by Night, from what I thought. I also heard Werewolf by Night is going to be in Moon Knight, too, though. That's going to be his introduction. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yes. Uh, if you're into comic books and Star Wars... A black chrysanthemum treasury has been announced for a pre-order. You can get it from your local comic book shop. Also, Dark Horse collected their Rebels comics into a hardcover for $30. Yes, I've just started watching Rebels. Yeah, and uh, you said you're in, what, season two? Uh, yes, yes, in season two. What's your overall opinion so far? Um, Ezra's not as annoying as Corey says. I I found the robot more annoying, but Peter didn't. <laughs> Ezra's annoying! <laughs> um, Launch him into space! You don't sound like Corey at all. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told Peter, I like the scale of it. You know, before you just saw the ships zooming around, here you actually have people standing by the ships... And, like, you get a sense of just how big the TIE fighter is from the people around it, which I thought was really cool because, yeah, these things are about, what, 15, 20 feet tall, probably, compared to a person standing next to them or more. So, yeah, I thought that was neat. Um, sometimes, like, with that and Bad Batch, looking at the animation, you're thinking, you know, like, this is, could be feature. You, know, you don't realize at first, you know, because you're just so used to things, but they, they do a good job as they can on that. Um, Story-wise, yeah, you can tell this was Disney XD and generated a little more for kids. Um, the second half of the series changes that. Okay. Um, but I look at things like, okay, so they're on the landing pad, they're knocking out stormtroopers, None of them get on their radio and say, we have intruders. You know, they just get knocked out, and... You know, they're going to wake up, folks. They're going to wake up and sound the alarm, but we're not going to kill them, because, you know... 
it is more of a family show. Today's the first day of trout season, by the way. We keep seeing hiccups on the highway and people in the rivers and streams. Um, Children everywhere, and I can't afford to run any of them over. No. Where's Anakin when you need him? trying to think of some other news. There were one or two other things that have finished up filming. I know, like, in the last two weeks, Good Omens 2 finished up. Mm-hmm. I think they started filming on the Star Wars Where's My Wookiee. That's going to be live action next year. Is that real? No. Okay. Just April Fool's Day popped, popped into my head as a show, so... I'm surprised they haven't announced a standalone Chewbacca show yet. Seeing as how he is a surviving member coming out of nine. Yeah. And pretty much a surviving member of the original cast. Right. And he was in the prequel trilogy also. Yep. At least episode three. I, he might have been in two. I don't remember. And he was in Clone Wars. So, a couple days ago, Moon Knight came out. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. So, we have a show that's a relatively non-mainstream hero. Uh, Somebody who fought with, I know, Avengers of the West Coast and was a member of the Defenders. Was he ever a main Avenger? Yes, of course. Sorry. Was he ever on our main adventure, Frank? Uh, not that I can recall. But I'm trying to think if there are any books that, like, you know, every hero shows up to fight the bad guy, we're all Avengers type deal. Right. But I don't think he was ever in the main book on the roster. The show is doing a very good job of highlighting mental illness. Uh, Episodes are just over a half hour, 40 minutes or so. First one seemed long, though. I don't know. It did, but I think it was drawn out because it was so confusing. It was set up. Yeah. And I think the way that they're filming the show right now, I think we're going to get another side of it. Like... Right now, we know what's going on with Steven. I think the way that they're filming the episodes right now, we're going to have, at some point, a break. And it's going to show... Like, we're seeing Steven's perspective right now. I think when the break happens, we're going to see Mark's perspective of the exact same events. And it's going to go, like... uh turn into an all-out action show. Yeah, like super secret spy Mark Spector. So far, I think we can essentially say we have three different personalities. We have Mark, we have Steven, and then Moon Knight's personality, which is technically contained within the Scarab. We don't know what's going on with that justice guy. Is he is he a known character? I don't really remember enough about Moon Knight in the comics that to tell you. Um, he's basically judging for the return of this Egyptian god, whether you're um, worthy to be around when she shows up. But he's got a little movable tattoo, so that's kind of weird. And so he's connected supernaturally somehow, and he knows about the Scarab. And his people are everywhere. Yes. As they show, they were in... I don't even know where they were at. Well, I, I think they're everywhere that there's an Egyptian presence, like the museum. Right. Okay. Because there, there were a number in the museum. It's, you know, it could be on the street too, but yeah, that makes more sense. That wherever there's Egyptian artifacts, he's got his people because he's expecting this Egyptian god to come back. 
doesn't know where, so I would say wherever there's Egyptian influence, like a museum or display of stuff, that's where. And they prominently featured that mural with the teardrop hole in it, which the scarab would fit into perfectly. I'm sure that'll come into play. I'm also sure that at some point... Mark slash Steven is going to lose the scarab. And they prominently featured a Motorola Razor. Ooh. Some fancy technology. And what they didn't prominently feature, but I didn't notice it myself, uh, they're saying some of those crates said Liberia on them, which is the home of Doctor Doom. I did not notice that. So there are possibly seeding Doctor Doom and could just be fantastic for Easter eggs but since that's what's rumored to be gearing up in a secret project that's being filmed although I think the secret project was the Halloween special myself but. while we are talking about Doctor Doom I would like to pivot and talk about another podcast Marvel's Wastelanders. If you remember correctly, I talked about this last oh, fall. Oh, yeah, like Old Man uh, Old Star, Man Star Lord. Lord. Okay. Each episode is around a half hour, give or take. And there's ten episodes of Old Man Star Lord, ten episodes of Hawkeye. I have listened to both of them. I have not listened to Black Widow yet. And right now, Doctor Doom is available only on iTunes. It was a pre-release. They're amazing. They are so good. Now, it takes a little bit of getting used to the voice actors that they use. If you want my opinion, the voice actor they used for Star-Lord would more fit Rocket Raccoon. But the premise is... 30 years ago or so, Baron Zemo got the Thunderbolts together and they destroyed the Avengers. Doctor Doom took Hulk and in an attempt to kill Bruce Banner, dropped him into a nuclear reactor and did kill Bruce Banner. So now there are raging Hulks. Uh, Plural, I don't know any more about them yet. But the Hulk has basically gone savage. There is no more Bruce keeping him in check. Okay. Then Baron, once this all happened, Red Skull, Baron Zemo, and Doctor Doom divided the country up. Um, Red Skull is president and controls the East Coast. Baron Zemo has the Kingdom of Zemo and is now King Zemo and controls, I want to say, the Southwest. Because they he controls just outside of Las Vegas. So I, I don't know how big the territory is. And then Doom controls the Wastelands, which at least includes... South Dakota because he has changed the faces of Rushmore to the faces of Doom. Old Man Star-Lord takes place after a botched mission has removed Drax, Gamora, and Groot from the picture. There are no more. So it's just Rocket and Star-Lord. And they receive a mission and they have to go to Earth. And then things happen, but essentially you have Star-Lord walking into a situation where he doesn't know the Avengers don't exist anymore because he hadn't returned to Earth in close to 30 years. So they go through and they're working on their mission. I don't want to spoil this too much because you should really go listen to this podcast yourself. It's completely free. It's on Spotify. So if you're listening to this podcast, you can listen to Wastelanders. After you listen to our podcast. Yes. Yes. There are Ghost Riders, which are 
non-superpowered bandits, essentially, who put flint in their horse hooves. So as the horses run, they spark fire behind them. That just should spook the horses. Yeah. Just a lot of creativity, and it's it's really its own world. The Hawkeye one, I will honestly say, I thought was better than the Star-Lord one. And even though it's Star-Lord and Rocket, there is a reason it's called Star-Lord. Um, didn't they do a comic, Old Man Star-Lord? They did. It just started. Okay. Um, I think we're up to three or four now. Okay. And it does take place in the same universe. Okay. Because I'm going to look into seeing how far behind that is and possibly getting it in a collection at this point. Um, the other old man one's Old Man Logan. Is that any tie-in with this or is that... I don't know if it ties in or not. Okay. Old Man Wolverine is part of the universe, but I don't know if Old Man Wolverine is part of that universe. That's something I have to look into. So, Star-Lord's story takes place in Doom territory, but Hawkeye's story takes place in Zemo's territory, and Zemo kept Hawkeye alive after all the other Avengers were killed. Very specifically kept Hawkeye alive, because he didn't see him as a threat. Same same blood type. Yeah. (laughs) And wanted him to suffer, knowing that he could have stopped or helped his friends and failed. Uh, That story features Kate Bishop and, I want to say, Mockingbird? Bobby Morris. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Morris, yep. Uh, Hawkeye and Bobby Morris are together, a couple uh, in the loosest version of. Okay, because, I mean, they were married and then divorced. So, I can basically say this because it happens in the first chapter. They basically settle down together and then adopt a daughter. But something happens and Hawkeye leaves. Uh. Yeah. He doesn't leave her or the daughter. He leaves to protect them. Gotcha. If that makes sense. With being as vague as I am. Uh, great story. Features a lot of the Brotherhood of Mutants. And then reveals that Magneto was involved in V-Day. Which V-Day is recommend, or recognized as the day that humanity was freed from the oppression of the Avengers. Nice. Gotta rewrite your own history there a little bit. Yeah. But the Blob is the person in charge of the the carnival. His son is a prominent member. Pyro is in there. And the Ringmaster, who is somebody I'm not familiar with. Apparently uh, was an Avengers villain. Yeah. drawing a blank on a name. Malcolm? No, no, no. Um, is he a short little guy or an actual... You don't see him. It's a podcast, so it's all oh. verbal. It's all talk. Verbal, okay. But he has a magical hat. Okay, that would be Ringmaster then. There was a... Oh, shoot. I can't think of his name. Uh, when the X-Men relaunched, um, there was a villain who ran a circus and it wasn't ringmaster but I can't think of his name at the moment and he had them all hypnotized into thinking they were circus sideshow attractions um, but yeah I'll have to look that up because he's he's shown up in X-Men a couple of times he wasn't an Avengers villain but, but or you know halfway through the podcast it'll just pop into my head yeah great story. Absolutely loved Hawkeye. More than I liked Old Man Star-Lord. 
and that's saying like old man star lord it had that guardians feel it was trying to be funny and there were a couple times that i genuinely laughed out loud while listening to it i genuinely laughed a couple times while listening to hawkeye also but hawkeye is more of a drama loose action series I mean, you take the world's greatest archer and then make him wear a blindfold for the rest of his life. Um, Hawkeye did at one point. I'm thinking when he was around the original Avengers. Around the time he was Goliath, either before that or after that, because I, I remember a blind Clint Barton. I think he was wearing that horrible skirt at the time. Uh, the purple braid. No, this was this was just like a skirt. Uh, it, it wasn't his Hawkeye skirt. It was just a skirt and some weird outfit. But nothing. I'm gonna have to go look up. But it was a great story. I would heavily recommend it. The next one for me is Black Widow, which I assume is going to take place on the East Coast because we haven't even touched on, well, we haven't touched on the Hulks or on Red Skull yet. And I think I may be wrong with the blindness. Um, I know he went I, deaf. Right, at the end of his miniseries. Um I'm thinking Libra from the Zodiac. I think he was the one I'm thinking of. I'm combining the two characters, Libra's blindfold and Hawkeye's horrible outfit. Um, we'll have to try to find a picture of that outfit and put it on the podcast. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely freed up motion in his legs, but, you know. <laughs> but back to Moon Knight, I think. Uh, it was yeah. intriguing enough that, yeah, I'll keep watching it. I probably would have kept watching it anyhow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we watched The Dark World. If I stuck with Bendis' Avengers, I will probably watch just about anything Marvel puts out. Yeah. So. I think they did a great job with the morphing of Moon Knight. The special effects that go into that. Yeah. And I can't help but wonder who's going to pay for rebuilding that bathroom. Oh, it did have some pretty bad CGI at one point. If you go back and watch it when the logs are coming down the mountain. Yeah. 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 I know. That was that. like, ooh, that looks unfinished and really bad. <laughs> I think we're going to see that cleaned up. Um, I like the, the promotional poster that Marvel put out after the first episode was released. Oh, I didn't see it. Of just the black and white cupcake with the red cherry on top. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Speaking of cleaned up CGI, um, Disney is putting the couple of scenes that they changed back into Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't watch the edited scenes. I assume one of them was agent or U.S. agent just smashing that guy's head in with a shield. No, the there was the two scenes that I recall them saying was. There was one where some guy, there's blood all over the place. They took the blood out off of his face. And something about a tree or something going through someone's shoulder, it just bounces off. What they're saying was um, they needed to change something in the credits. And this version accidentally got out. Oh. So, you know, that would make sense about... You know, yeah, CGI something bouncing off someone's shoulder because they did, you know, filming it. Or some guy just, you know, when he's dead or whatever, laying down and the blood's all around him, but they just didn't put it on his face. So you're going to CGI that in. So it sort of makes sense that these scenes might have already been there. And when they were fixing someone's credit, they... Speaking of things going through things, when we were watching Ghostbusters, Uh how about the uh, Mini Puffs grill scene? the skewer going through the mini puffs and them turning the one into a s'mores. Yeah, they were very violent, weren't they? <laughs> I want a couple. They're <laughs> evil. I, I want a couple. If you pay real close attention, 
they're on the side of the grill as they're lighting it. The one mini puff stabs two mini puffs with yeah. a skewer. Yeah. And he's getting ready to grill them, but the one closer to him is pulling itself along the skewer, yeah. biting at the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there are lots of little uh, action gags going on with the mini puffs that you have to just watch every one to see what's going on. They're not stationary. I love them. They make good pets. Like millions of spiders. <laughs> I was thinking like Milo the ferret who loves to bite. Uh, yeah. But yeah, millions of spiders. I feel like there was... Oh! Is it cake? If you haven't heard of this, it's a new Netflix show. It launched within the last two weeks. Everybody's watching it. It features Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live as the host. And it's nine people who are in a competition to win up to $10,000 per episode that have to make cake look like a realistic object. This is something neat, like, I know that you've posted a board panda article of... Yeah, like, the April Fool's stuff, like, you know, ground beef Rice Krispies. Yeah. yeah. So, this is legitimate cake that you can cut and eat, and it looks like every episode has a different theme. Uh, day at the beach, travel, toys. Yeah. It's just this absurd show that you you think of the, con the concept of it and you're like, wow, that's the stupidest thing ever. What kind of white trash moron watches a show called it, there, Is It Cake? Everybody. It's amazing. <laughs> like, I can't stress this enough. I, this show is amazing. I started telling a coworker about it and she's like, oh yeah, I'm already watching it. Well, I kind of like the... Um, the cake competitions yeah. on uh, Food Network. Like the British Bake Off? Well, no, just the ones where it's it's kind of like, like you're saying, they have a theme and they have X amount of time to make make the cakes. Right. They and, give these people eight hours. Mm -hmm. And some of these things are just unbelievable. Um, well, like Ace of, Ace of Cakes, too, um, was the same way. Charm City Cakes down in um, Baltimore, and the stuff that they made for people was just unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, there's some very creative, talented people out there making cakes and stuff like that. It was... I, like, even now, talking about it, I'm like, that show shouldn't be good. And don't get me wrong, we've watched other shows. We've watched... Um, Nailed It? Yeah, we watched Nailed It. Sugar Rush? Sugar Rush. Uh, that one's not just cake. You have to you have to make treats and stuff, too. And then we started a new one. Baking Impossible. Yeah, where you have to... It's bake engineering. Mm. Where, like, the, the first episode, they made a boat, and that boat had to float and sail. Mm. 20 feet. I don't recommend... Well, now, I haven't watched Food Network shows in a long time, so I don't know what exactly, how they've changed, but uh, Cupcake Wars, not recommended. That's like such bullshit artificial drama, it's not even funny. Um, now, Chopped? Yeah, that was fine. I like Chopped. You do? I used to like Chopped, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that in a while, yeah. Um, there's drama, but it's not quite as artificial as the... Cupcake Wars. Oh my god, I've got three minutes left. I'm never going to do this. And, Chopped uh, was the one where it's three people right. in the kitchen and then they're given like SpaghettiOs and they need to cook a gourmet meal with it. Yeah, SpaghettiOs, wild rice, uh, ferret, and you know, <laughs> deer antler. Bad you know? roaches. Yeah. And you know, you can use as much or as little of each ingredient but each ingredient has to be in there but don't use little because the judges will condemn you on that. Or red onions if the one judge is there because he doesn't like red onions, so you get marked off for that. But anyhow, I digress. Um, yeah, I like that show. Um, I used to like um, the Japanese Iron Chef. 
See, I've never seen the Japanese one except for the Futurama um, <laughs> parody of it. I've seen some of the American one. But... I just didn't hold a candle to the Japanese one. The American Iron Chef. Wasn't that the one with Bobby Flay? Uh, okay, there's an Amish no. one for sale. Um, the American one was the, an actor who... It's funny because... You know, you, you think he was, you know, an actual, you know, this was his thing. And then I saw him on Stargate. And it's like, why is that person so familiar? And then it's like, oh, my God, that's the guy who does the show. But, uh, I mean, Bobby Flay might have been on it. but um, So you've got to be excited for the Dis- or Discovery Plus HBO merger to go through. Because then you get Food Network back. Yeah. The Discovery okay. Network. As Food Network? Okay. I yeah. So I haven't, I haven't watched a lot. The shows were kind of morphing a little bit, and I wasn't really too interested in the people with them and stuff, so I kind of stopped watching things. But yeah, I'll pick it up again. Yeah, but you can go into all the... Uh, older ones. All the older ones. Yeah. What's that guy? Bob? No. The really creative cook that uses, like, science to cook. And he's got, like, this bubbly... Oh, Alton. Yes. Alton Brown, yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I never liked Emerald. No, I, I didn't care for him. I didn't care for the uh, other cake guy. What was his show? Cake, cake Boss. Boss? Yeah, I could not stand yeah, him. No. He was on... Um, Junior. His name was Junior. Or they called him that? I, I'm not sure, but he was on a couple episodes of the uh, the cake show I was talking about. My mind just went blank. Cupcake Wars? No, the other one. The... But anyhow, he was on a couple of those, and he was obnoxious yeah, to he's, me. He's a drama queen. Yeah, he's full of himself too. Yeah. So um, yeah, I didn't really care for him, and didn't care for that show, and didn't watch it. Um, but they gave him a competition too. Yeah, a competition series. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. Non consequential. No. But uh... hey, look, it's Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Passing a flying J, people. Deep yeah. Space Nine. Yeah, truck stop in space. Yeah, that's all it was. <laughs> Better be quiet or we'll wake Corey up. Corey's with us in spirit. Yes. Today is National Ferret Day, April 2nd. Oh. So go out and get bitten by the ferret of your choice. You can just come to my house. <laughs> Speaking of your house, nice salamance, by the way. Hey, yeah, that was pretty cool. Tammy and Peter had a wild salamance spawn at their house. I loaded the game and I was like, oh, hey, look. And Peter's like, what, your salamance? That's not my salamance. I'm catching it. I have noticed over the past couple of days, I've had at least one or two uh, bagons or gibbles spawn at my house. Yes, yep. a lot of bagons. I didn't think that was something coming up here, so... What was the spawn I had that... I had... Flabebe? Oh, the yeah, I, I got a white flabebe. Which was, like, shocking. <laughs> Yeah, that's a win. Yeah. I got a lucky red bird. Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, from Bavaria. It's stuffed with donut cream. Hmm. Does the person you traded with have any more? <laughs> I don't know. He does. And, and, and would like to be my friend and trade it to me for a million stardust? <laughs> no, it's it's regional. It's not shiny. It was yeah, but it's new, though. It was 1600 oh, really? once we got to our seven day friends. 1600 oh. for a Pokemon you don't have in your Pokedex. Oh, okay. That's non shiny, a million if it's new. Okay. And, sh- or, yeah, new and shiny. Gotcha. And then 200,000 if it's a double and shiny. Because I know all these numbers off the top of my head. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> We're not lucky friends either. Wow, that's amazing. I read it like there's a really high chance of your first trade with somebody being lucky. So, 
I think if I trade with him, I'm gonna go for the monkey. Yeah. I just wanted the red bird because I thought it was pretty. I, I think that's the one that I like out of all four. I hate our cheerleader bird. Yeah, it's stupid. They gave it to us because America's cheerleader obsession. <laughs> I gave him a Washington, D.C. reliquant for him. Cool. One of the um, friends of mine in the off-campus group, <coughs> he's going to France in two weeks. So he's got a lot that he can get out there. It's like, uh, yeah, remember us. France has Klefki. Yes. And a couple of other things. Where are you speeding? I don't know. There's lights on? No. gas station, I don't believe. Well, our turn is almost up here. We're not too far from the... So, we're going to go to commercial break. Hi there, listeners. I got a speeding ticket. Welcome back. <laughs> Slow down. So, we're going to record a public service announcement for you. <laughs> if you're going to go... 21 miles over the speed limit. Make sure there's no cops ahead of you. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the lesson here, right? Yeah, pretty yes. much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we are in Williamsport now. Uh, we are seven minutes away from our destination, which is Billtown Bins. Doesn't seem like we've been on the road for two hours. But we, uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have about an hour and 40 minutes. It would have been an hour and a half if I didn't get pulled over. Yeah. Thankfully, the cop was polite enough to not slap me with a 21 mile an hour speeding ticket. I'm not going to get too much into it other than that, but I got off better than I could have. I was going to give him a donut. <laughs> Which we legitimately have a box of donuts in the car. Yes. That Frank brought. <laughs> Get out of the vehicle. <laughs> no. We, we should have let Offer and have on our podcast. Yeah. Would you like to make an announcement about the evils of speeding? So the legitimate reason that the cops were there was because, in the cops' own words, a few days ago, people were excessively speeding and there were a series of accidents and in one of the accidents the telephone pole was sheared off so they're trying to get locals to slow down being as that we're not local they didn't hammer us as hard as they would have normally yep but I say we it was me I'm the one who got the speeding ticket I'm the one driving the vehicle (sighs) So, that was our excitement for the road trip so far. We're having an adventure, just like the Goonies. For all you MST3K fans. Um, My chest is still pounding from that. It may be because of the Red Bull, but... (laughs) Pretty sure it's from being pulled over. But I think our new feature, instead of spoilers ahead, would be policemen ahead. We're going to have that. Um, we don't really have a what's in the box except for 12 donuts. And bins that we're going to. Yes. Yeah, you never know. I mean, we may pick something in up. two miles, take exit 27B for Hepburn Street. We may pick something up at one of our stops for pseudo what's in the box. I don't yes. know. We'll see where the day takes us. Hopefully not to jail. <laughs> Don't get pulled over, people. It sucks. <laughs> you know, you talk about me having a lead as well, and I don't hide that. However, once we get the F-150 fixed up, I might be better to drive it because you told me before that the max speed that I should probably ever take that truck would be 55, 60. 
but still going 55, 60 in a 15 mile an hour zone, still not a good thing. What? It's better than driving the Beetle 90, <laughs> which is something that has happened in the past, not saying it just happened yesterday. So as far as experiences are concerned, getting pulled over sucks. sucks. Would not recommend. Zero out of ten. I like how they give you that, maybe I'm off the hook by following you just a little bit without putting their lights on. They do that because they're running your license plate. Yeah. Uh, they need to make sure that the car is not stolen or convicted felon who might be a problem in there. See if he has to call back up. Yeah. Hepburn Street, that is our exit. Take exit 27B. Thank you. Just saying, if I ever get a caught behind me when I'm going 90 and a 55, in a quarter mile, continue on to Hepburn Street. Just driving and be like, I didn't see you behind me. I'm, I'm running away. Volkswagens have gotten away from the cops in the past in Mifflin County. I mean, we were close enough to the highway that if I had wanted to, I could have probably given chase. Then again, it was a lot of straight, not a lot of back roads in an area I'm not very familiar with. Plus, there were a lot of cops in a there. Mile, we're turned left. From. I'm kind of familiar with that area. I could have tried something. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There has always been this little voice in the back of my head that's always wanted to get into a high speed pursuit. OJ, OJ, OJ. We're in the wrong vehicle, and that was not a high speed pursuit. But it was a Ford. It was a white Ford Bronco, but it was not a high-speed pursuit. This is a black Ford Focus. They were not speeding. <laughs> Just saying, like I said, there, I've always wanted to try to evade the police. Mm. Well, play Grand Theft Auto or something, because we're not doing it really. <laughs> oh, speaking there's Billtown right there on our left. Now I just need to figure out how to get into the plaza. Probably right there in the opening. Take the next left. What? Go over the curb? It's a small place. It's not big. It looks like most of the plaza is dead, too. The wine and spirits store is open. Health and Dental Center. They're probably not open this morning. There are a lot of cars at this end, though. Looks like the bins is a pretty popular place. Unless everyone's here for express care. It looks like everyone's here for the bins, because look at all the stuff that's coming out. Uh, you, If you have a lot of stuff coming out, sometimes you need to go to express care. So we're going to shoot a YouTube video, and then we'll be back. Okay. Um, welcome back to Umetahex. Um, we're leaving Billtown Bins for a little bit because they closed from 1.30 to 12 to restock. Uh, first impressions? A lot of the stuff was not worth $7. I, I mean, there were some wins. Tammy found some... Pikachu. Pillow Pals. Yeah, which Pillow Pals are a dead thing, but... I got Lucas the Spider. She got a valuable Lucas the Spider. Cool. Oh, hey, <laughs> neat. We Hopefully. got a new recording microphone. Yeah. Hopefully Lucas isn't going to burrow. But... <laughs> so we're going to zip around for a little bit and come back and do a round two. Yes. And see what goodies we can find. Hi there, we're back. And we now have toys. Yes. I have no idea what the name of that shop was. It was Ozone Collectibles in Williamsport, PA. Okay. Lots of vintage uh, toys. A lot of Star Wars. Um, Lots of Marvel. Marvel. Lots of pops, which were nice, and decently priced pops, too. And Frank got a grail. <sighs> yes, something I really shouldn't have gotten, but... <sighs> it's a grail, and you got it at a damn good price. Yep. Oh, yeah, thank you, Corey. Very cool. Did you grab them? Very cool. Did you grab one? Those two pops. Uh, we need to go back. 
We might have to. Okay. Did you want them, question mark? Oh, not for that much. Yikes. Okay. How much were they? Uh, one was like, I think 60, and the other was like 90. Were they the OG yeah. Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, one was the Empire Strikes Back Bob. Okay. No, we didn't get them. But yes, very, very neat place. Uh, I would recommend going back again, maybe one of these days. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna stop back at Billtown Bins now. They restocked at about 11.30 to noon. So just to see what, what might be there. So we'll catch back to you in a moment. And we're back from another stop. Uh, what was the name of this place, Peter? This was the White Knights Game Room. And it was amazing. Lots of stuff, miniatures, games. I almost spent cards. $110 on a box of cards. It's in the Lycoming Rubber Company building, which has been repurposed into some shops. And apartments. And apartments. There was a Corvette back there too. They have a huge gaming area, lots of tables that go back as far as the eye can see. And I'm not kidding. You know, you gotta wonder, and I know we've talked about this before, how well would a Humeta Hex store do? That's comics and games and all the other shenanigans. I really don't know. <clears throat> I mean, what do they do in Lewistown? Well, we know that there's the Mifflin County. Oh, sorry. There's the Mifflin <laughs> County Gamers Group. So, I mean, you tap into them. Okay, so our next location is the Lycoming Mall, which I'm getting the route for right now. I, I, so far, this trip has been really good. And going back to the, one of the last places we went to, Ozone Collectibles, they had an amazing selection and variety. I saw a number of toys that I own. Saw one that surprised me at the price, so. so Frank's gonna be looking into that now. Yes, if I sell it, I can eat for a month. <laughs> Basically, trade it for the pop that you bought. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, the, to justify the means, like that was a grail. Yes. A legitimate grail. I got the uh, Thor beating, or not Thor, uh, Hulk beating Loki from Avengers, where he's flopping him back and forth on the floor. So, I'm happy with that. I had been looking at that one somewhere else, too, but. I figured I'm not going to pay for it like that. Cammy got a handful of buttons from that place, too. It just had a great variety of product. But then, after that, we went back to Billtown Bins. For their restock. For their restock. And the novelty had really worn off. It didn't seem like they restocked that much. The place was pretty damn busy, in all honesty. Yeah. I guess you can get some good deals if you catch them, so. Yeah, there's a great adult Grookey costume. Grookey being the grass-type Pokemon from Sword and Shield starters. Mm. It was a pajama onesie. <clears throat> but our next location is Lycoming Mall, which is somewhere I have never been before. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um... Last time I was there, surprisingly, it wasn't dying out like most malls. Everything still was pretty, pretty well had shops in it. Merge onto I-180 East. I know the Hot Topic went out of it recently, like in the last year, uh, but Hot Topic has been transitioning to their online. Yeah. Um, there is a, yeah, a Lowe's, a uh, Target above the mall. I'm mostly interested in the Books a Million, if I'm being honest. Yeah, if they still have their giant, humongo wall of pops. Oh. I know that the... I remember the one we went to when we did our road trip to Lancaster. They had two aisles of pops. Oh, this is like a huge wall. Huh. 
It's one of those, like, you can't really shop it because you can't reach them. Wow. Guess it'll help having a six foot three person with you, huh? It could, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they released the Betty White pop yet. There was a Books A Million exclusive Betty White Diamond Edition that they had announced about 30 days before her death. Yeah, I know it wasn't in the Florida one that I went to. Yeah. So. I mean, the thing instantly skyrocketed in value as a pre-order. But Books A Million is also known for flooding their exclusives. Similar to how FYE does. Mm. That'll be exciting. And we haven't gotten another speeding ticket yet. Huzzah! And we had a donut break, so that's always a good thing. It was much needed. Would have been homemade chocolate chip cookies, but I just didn't feel like doing that this morning, so. We've got a couple more stops planned for after the mall. One is still a toss up, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, see what time we leave the mall at, really. And yeah, we'll see how the day goes. We're over halfway through it now. Yep. I say there's uh, we did spoilers ahead. We sort of did a what's in the box because, like I said, I got that pop. And uh, I got the Green Hornet pop. Yeah, I saw you grab that. Because I have the Kato one at home. I had gotten that. Was that on one of our trips? Yes, it was. Okay. So. Do you have the two-pack also? The Barnes & Noble exclusive two-pack? No, I do not. Huh. That was just like a, huh, why not get it, you know? I remember the Kato and Green Hornet guest starring on Batman. The 66? 66, yep. Yeah, I watched that when it was airing. Wow. <laughs> Not in syndication. I'll be honest, I'm fully aware of it and I've seen clips of it. Uh -huh. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of The 66. Okay. You will. <laughs> <laughs> I have the box set. Box set, yeah. I'm not all the way through the box set because I watch, I watch like a bunch and then I, you know, flip to something else for a while to watch and then I'll come back to it. I think I'm in the third season. Need a break from it, huh? Yeah, it's it's not something just to keep watching over and over again. You know, at least not for me. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was different back in the day compared to now. Like now have all these special effects and everything else. Yeah. 66 was super campy. Yeah, well, it wasn't uh, special effects laden, you know, <laughs> that's for sure. And I'm sure it was not narrative-driven storyline either. No, basically the same thing each, each week, you know, a, a criminal is doing something evil and Gotham City Police Force is incompetent to stop them, and so they dialed Batman up, and yeah, that was the Shakespeare bust in the scene in the Batman. Oh, it was? It was, yeah. Wow. As an Easter egg. Uh, and of course, Alfred would always answer the Bat phone, which is hysterical. I would go get him. So it was kind of like, I, uh, the best thing I can think of is the Power Rangers, where uh, they have to morph into the sword and it is the same basic thing for a minute and a half. But, I mean, it wasn't the exact same thing, but, you know, it's it was re repetitive for, the, for that part. Um, you know, to the bat poles and then the theme music would start and then you get the the opening sequence it was pretty standard I'll put it that way but it was a fun show we are almost at our destination so we will follow up after the fact 
next leg of our journey. Sounds good. And I still don't have a sign off. Hi ho, we're back. Um, we've just done a Target run, an Ollie's run, and we were at the Mall of the Dead. Yeah. Um, Lycoming Valley Mall, which was a lot better the last time I was here, but that was a while ago. It, a lot of stores aren't there anymore, but Books a Million still is, and that was worth it. Books a Million was a win for me because I've been collecting the My Hero Academia manga, and manga has been very, very difficult to get your hands on because of shipping and export and paper shortage and everything else. But I have now completed issues 10 through 20. I actually got 21 also. <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Shoot. We want east or west. Um, this way to head towards Lewisburg. Okay, so we want east. Which means I'm going to have to turn around. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm... Uh, Getting, I'm caught up with the show at this point. In the mom. Oh, no, you, do we want to head towards Williamsport? Yeah. Okay, then I was wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Call me the anti Siri. So I wanted to get caught. This has me caught up with the anime now. So once I read all these issues, which will probably take me a couple weeks. I can then start passing the anime in the manga. It's really cool because the manga has different details than the anime has. They're the same overall story, but if you read them both, you get a more full story. Yeah. And we found Rose Nylon. The Books A Million exclusive Diamond Edition pop that they had a lot more of than I was originally expecting them to have. That was the only thing interesting in the whole mall, though. Yeah, everything else was kind of... gone. <laughs> uh, Frank, you found your Hawkeye pop that you've been looking for. Yep. Well, I wasn't really looking for it, but if I saw it, I was going to get it. I wasn't going to order it online or anything like that. It's the uh, Kate Bishop and Lucky the Pizza Dog. Exciting stuff. They had a great selection of Funkos. Yeah. But alas, it was no longer the giant wall of pops. That that store used to have a whole oh, I don't know, 16 feet, 20 feet of pops on the one wall, which now it's easier to shop because it's in an aisle, but around the corner and despair sets in because they're not sitting there. Hmm. Well, we are back traveling towards Williamsport. Uh, what is next on our stop? Um, I think we're just going to go to New Trail and then head out of town. New Trail bringing a local distillery. Uh, we were going to go to Elite Games, which is a vintage video game uh, store. They focus on actual just video games. They don't have collectibles. But um, being the only real gamer in the vehicle right now, and there's only a couple games that I'm looking for that are vintage, I decided to skip that stop and move on. So we'll go to New Trail. Uh, you know, independent brewery. Tammy and Corey, not Corey, have had good beers from there. Oh, and I forgot to mention we did stop at Target also. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred some dollars later. Between but, the two of us. Yep, yeah, but it's a 2022 convention exclusive Target, so. Yeah, we got the uh, big size, I don't know what it is, what is it? No, it's not super. 10. Yeah, the next size up. So, 10 inch. Lucario FunCon 2022 exclusive. Fun. A considerable grail. Yes. 
Yeah, great pop selection. Very well organized and clean. Yeah, we were under the impression that they must have just put stuff out that morning or even put stuff out later and organized it because, you know, if you go into the Target and State College, <coughs> it looks like a tornado hit it. <coughs> Excuse me. This was, like, actually shoppable. Very nicely organized. We've seen some amazing small businesses today. Um, Billtown Bins is a single location that was mind-blowingly busy considering the overhead they have on some of the products that they have in there. If people are buying some of that stuff for $7, they're turning an extraordinary profit. Yeah. I would not be surprised if that's a business that we start seeing expand. Yeah, in some format or so. Um, I'm really curious as to how busy they would be on a Friday when everything's a buck. What just yeah. blows out of there. I mean, at that point, you're just grabbing stuff and throwing it into your cart. We're going to make one more stop here in Williamsport. I don't know what it's going to look like on the way home yet. If we're going to make any stops or anything like that. So <laughs> we'll make that decision on the way out. Or I, if we'll be stopped. I can see one person who used to work at a big box store in Lewistown. An elderly woman who had yard sales at Billtown Bins. <laughs> She probably would go nuts buying all this stuff and grabbing handfuls for a dollar and reselling it for, you know, ten. But, oh well, that's just my little aside. I'm not going to name names. So, after a while, to the bars. Yep, we'll be back. Hello again, or as Obi would say, hello there. Yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We just are leaving so El Brewers. <laughs> I just caught a young goose at New Trail. I need a new trail name for him. Trail goose? But we had a good beer. Decent food. I'm figuring out the best way to get back to the highway. Uh, let me see if the Hiawatha's running. That's on the next right. Hiawatha is about a one-hour river cruise on an oh. old paddle boat. That's cool. Yeah, I've been on it twice. So like uh, what they have down at City Island? Yeah, basically same type thing, yeah. We should do a Umetahex on the river. <laughs> that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, it's very relaxing. It's nice. The food was okay. Yeah. No problem. Thank you for driving. No problem. Um, Nothing bad happened at all today yeah. while driving the vehicle. Oopsie. <laughs> Listen, if it's already done and there's nothing to be done about it at this point. Yep. It so. took my what, third year of college, or was it fourth year? I forget which one it was for me to learn that lesson. It's over. It's done. You can't do anything about it. Uh, we had the wrong time for a final exam, three of us. And uh, we had an hour later than it was, and people were already out of the exam. Ouch. Yeah. Luckily for us, um, a couple of people were sick and couldn't make it for the exam for various reasons. So they were going to give a makeup one, but instead of being the, the standard multiple choice, it was going to be essay, which, you know, was fine by me at that point, because um, as soon as the one professor, three professors taught this course, and as soon as the one professor saw us walking in, he ushered us out real fast so one of the other ones wouldn't see, because um, one of the ones was a real hard ass. And I was in, like, full-blown panic mode. 
And my friend Paul was like, hey, there's nothing we can do about it right now. You know, no sense getting all, all hyper and worked up about it. I've been a little mellower since then. It's okay to be upset, but it's not okay to let it control you. Yes, that makes sense. So, overall, it was a good day. Yep. I would have changed a couple things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, if you don't laugh at it, what can you do? That is true. Um, and we are missing a third of our Umeta Hex. This is just Umeta on the road. Yeah, so we didn't talk about that at all because, you know, we wanted to leave that question for the very end. Uh-huh. But Corey's just not here because of the way it fell and he's got family obligations coming up. So he'll be back next week. Was I mean, yeah, he'll be back next week. And uh, His stand-in did a pretty good job. Yeah, see her on the YouTube. <laughs> Corey missed out on some beer, which I know will probably break his heart. There's a few things he would have appreciated today. There was some Spider-Man at the bins. Mm-hmm. There was the pops up. Uh, please. Yep. Those fake boobs see our YouTube. <laughs> or our boob tube. <laughs> well, you know, the one good thing about this is I'm not the first person to miss a recording. So I'm very happy about that. <laughs> you know what? This is like episode... Yeah, we've gone two years without someone missing something. Yeah. So... I mean, it was last minute. We didn't find out till the day before recording. And plans had already been put in place, so we couldn't miss. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good day. So, I think we all got something we wanted today. That's right. We didn't know we wanted it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I really don't have much else to say, so... Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Just watching the other cars whiz by. I guess we'll wrap it up and check us out on... Our link to our Discord is in the description below. Check us out on YouTube. Link is also in the description below for that. And since Corey's not here, check out the Facebook. Faceous Media, we're under that. Uh, you can find links to all our podcasts. Um, you can find sausage links, bicycle chain links. I'm, I'm not as good as Corey as having another one prepared, so I just use some ones that he's used before. Um, and join us next week where we're having a game show. Not our You Met a Hexa Parody game show, but uh, what did we have here? Munchkin! Munchkin, yes. A fun little game of uh, Screw Your Friends. Or help them. It's up to you. And that episode has already been recorded. And yes. screwing did happen. Yes. <laughs> I think everybody got screwed at some point. Yes. Peter's first move. Corey whams him big time. <laughs> Spoiler ahead. Spoilers alert. Yes. <laughs> so join us for that. And until next week, have a great weekend. Bye. Corey still doesn't have a sign on. No, he doesn't. <laughs>